Hello and welcome to the Waste of Web Space podcast, episode 28. Starring Jimbo and Fisher. And this podcast we have entitled, Our Podcast is Struggling in the Group Stages. It's the World Cup, Jimbo. Well, that's why, yeah. And if our podcast was in the World Cup of podcasts, we probably would be, what do you reckon, under underperforming? Or expectations, but ultimately... That they've ultimately vanished quite quickly. We would have the media hounding us already after poor performance. Actually, no, we'd what, perform well. Maybe the media hounding our wives, you know, like they do with the wags in the World Cup. Although that's not really happened to England this year, has it? Nobody's really bothered, are they? No, <laughs> do you remember back in the day? I think it was when Posh Spice was there. Posh yeah. Spice, Cheryl Cole. They were proper wags, weren't they? Who yeah. We, who have we got now? Who's, which, which famous footballers' wives have we got? Um... I'm not sure, to be honest, because even Colleen Rooney's not knocking about anymore, because uh, Rooney's not there anymore, is he? So yeah. so I can't really think of any famous football And all lives. the football players are like 12, so their yeah. girlfriends are probably still at school. <laughs> so we've got a young squad, haven't we? We have got a young squad, so probably hand-holding is all they do, you would have thought, nowadays. Well, we'll talk, we'll talk a little bit more about uh, football later on, because this is our World Cup episode of our podcast. Yep, but obviously we're going to make sure we mention plenty of stuff to be Love Island like we did last week, uh, which is the... I forgot, I, did you notice I'd not put anything down about Love Island? Yep, I've got it in my head, don't worry. <laughs> I can't think of anything else, Jimbo. It's the best programme on telly. play the theme music try and shut me up then and stop me going on about Love Island I did yes okay <laughs> um, an apology of the week um, is that Fisher may be mentioning Love Island a few more times than he already has but the main apology of the week is for um, the England song that we played last week the England World Cup song I met football before I met you um, which is uh, a song that uh, I made a few years ago for the World Cup, um, and I did that one in particular for charity. And uh, I don't know if I mentioned the Just Giving page last week, but justgiving.com forward slash I-M-F-B-I-M-Y. That sounds like you're you're <laughs> an, an opticians, and someone said, can you please read that uh, third line down, please? And you're just like spilling out some letters. <laughs> but it's raising money for uh, for the blind. No, it's not really, of course. For Macmillan Cancer Support, that's what we're raising money for. So, uh, yeah, please feel free to, if you can, donate. That would be very much appreciated. But I apologise for the... It's, it's not. I'm, I'm not a singer. I'm not a singer. I'm not really a musician. I just like to make silly songs and stuff. You're not a podcaster. And, uh, yeah, I'm not a podcaster either, obviously. Uh, uh, so that's the apologies for uh, last week's singing. I thought it was very good, albeit um, I suppose there is an element in there of just ludicrously self-promoting, which I think is a bit uh, a bit unfair. Well, we don't do that on this podcast, though, do we? We don't. I mean, if you were to do it, we'd mention every week that you present a radio programme on Penison FM. We would do, yeah. It's uh, called Jimbo Sunday Brunch, uh, 10 while 12pm. Every Sunday. It is, yeah. Do you know what the frequency is? Uh, it's 95.7 it Penison is, FM, it isn't is, it? Yeah, 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 it is. I mean... If if we were the type of people to do that sort of shameless self-promotion, that's something we probably would try and mention each week if possible because you often appear on the show as well, don't you? I do. Like, sort of on Christmas and, and so, that sort of thing. Yeah, I, I do one show. You do you do 52. Um, <laughs> that's, uh, that's the balanced partnership we've got. Yeah, but obviously there was the old uh, fish tank episodes that you can find on the waste of webspace.co.uk. Yep, and still on YouTube, those um, fish tank episodes because <laughs> I, don't, I don't know my login and username and password is, so I can't actually remove them, so they're there forever. Yeah, so they're stuck there forever. Hope they come up in job interviews one day. Um, anyway, because that's what they do now. They look into, don't they? Uh, time for drinks then. And for the last few weeks, I've been criticised for not having a bottle opener ready. And in turn, I've criticised Fisher for not trying to find anything local. So I thought I'd go out and do the business and do it all properly this week. I've got the bottle opener on me. There you are, attached to my keys. And I do have a bottle 
of Sheffield's finest. It's the Sheffield Brewery Co. Linted, and it's called Seven Hills, 4.1%. It's a hoppy pale ale. Uh, they've been doing, uh, they've been, they've been brewing finely polished beers since 2006. I think it might taste a little bit like Mr. Sheen. It's like polished. Who polishes a beer? I, I, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, polish it off, maybe, but <laughs> so it, it could taste a little bit like Mr. Sheen. Um, yep. So here you go. I'm not sure what it's going to be like, but uh, I'm sure we'll send a tweet to um, the beer makers, Sheffield Brewing Co. Hopefully, they will uh, they will like, retweet, share our podcast, and in turn, what will we do, Fisher? Uh, nothing. We'll, we'll buy someone else's beer next week, probably. <laughs> well, that's, that's what we normally do. Sometimes, if if they keep, you know, if they do, if they do like a tw- our tweets or reshare or whatever, we might even drink their beers again. Yeah, we will go back to. If you're good to us, we'll be good to you. It looks pretty nice, doesn't it? Looks very cloudy, but it, um, it's cloudy. But it's is it it's, meant to be cloudy. It's my kind of colour. I like it. Kind of this sort of. It's very fizzy with the look of it. If you look mm. at the fizz on it, um, it's quite fizzy. Yeah, it's amazing. It's fizzy. Perhaps I've seen a story in the news. About Heineken yeah. running out of CO2. Do we think the Sheffield Brewing Co. has stolen all of their CO2 <laughs> and put it in their it, own... It does seem very fizzy. That That is likely to have happened. So, I mean, we might as well... I mean, we're going to do this in the news section, weren't we? But seeing as we're, we're doing our beer section at the minute, yeah. we ought to mention it in the beer section. So, Heineken, I was surprised because I thought, oh, well, I don't drink Heineken. That's fine. Um, it's a bit too banana for me, is Heineken. I don't know if you get that flavour from Heineken. Uh, uh, but actually, it's not actually Heineken itself that's been affected. It's their drinks that... Because I didn't know Heineken actually now own John Smith's, don't they? They do. It's a John Smith's extra smooth that's struggling, apparently, because yeah. there's no CO2. But it's flat anyway, isn't it? Well, it's, well, it's pretty that's, flat drink. Sure, that's a smooth part of it. That means there's no <laughs> CO2 in there. It uh, will be extra smooth. It'll be extra, extra smooth, if anything. Yeah. Uh, but apparently, whilst they've got a real shortage of CO2, um, they have got quite a lot of replacement gas, which is helium. And uh, I saw a spokesman for Heineken on the news, and he said, We're running out of CO2, but it's all right. <laughs> we've got replacement gas. We should be okay. But then after that, they thought, well, that's too. It's going too far. We can't use this. Me- uh, we can't use this. Um, this uh, helium. So they've got got hold of some methane instead. <laughs> and the next spokesman just said, <laughs> and the only sound effect I don't have on my uh, iPad is a fart noise. And now that's the if any, you know. When I was a teenager, if I had a sound effect board, the first type of noise I would want on there would be a fart noise. And do you know what the second type of noise you'd want on there? You want fart noise as well. <laughs> Third one, a different kind of fart noise, and that's all you'd want on a soundboard, surely. Seventeen different types of fart. <laughs> and then I will, I will, I will get another. I will get fart noises for next week. I apologise for not having them, um, and I will get fart noises for next week. Um, but we are onto the news now. We are onto news. Uh, Interesting, by the way. And we normally talk about farts uh, in this section of the show anyway. Usually that's Donald Trump. Um, we, although we do we do try and be a Trump-free zone, don't we? Uh, whether we'll mention him today or not, we, we might do, because he's been in the news again. Well, he's been in the news because he met with Kim Jong-un, which we, we mentioned very briefly last week. He did, yeah. Uh, although I noticed that the week before, I didn't he met Kim Kardashian West. So he's met two Kims. He met two, met two Kims in two maybe weeks. Maybe got so... confused of which Kim was which Kim. Did, yeah, maybe... The thing is, right, who do you think he actually managed to communicate better with? <laughs> <laughs> who do you think? They, because I said before, didn't I, that I reckon that they didn't actually, you know, what did they do? Because they had some translators, but, you know, who who's to say that these translators weren't just making up what they wanted to make up? Yeah. Did and they, did they draw each other pictures to communicate? And I'm sure, actually, Kim Kardashian and Donald Trump probably had to do the same thing. They probably had to possibly, draw pic- yeah. pictures as well. I mean, Although I'm pretty sure uh, 
Donald Trump might have seen Kim Kardashian's videos. I mean, the ones, of course, uh, they, they're keeping up with the Kardashians. Uh, of course, yes. I mean, obviously, uh, Kim Kardashian and uh, Kim Jong-un, one of them is just a massive arse, and the other one is married to Kanye West, I think. Is that, <laughs> is that right? That's right, yeah. Um, so, I mean, I'm not sure, is he going to meet Kim Wilde uh, this week? Uh, are there any other Kim Bassinger? Yes. Uh, are there any other famous Kims you can think of? I'm trying. Who might to... be in, in line for a meeting with Donald Trump. Uh, there's Kimberly. Uh, is it Kimberly Roberts of Girls Aloud? Is it uh, Roberts? Yes, I think so. Yeah. So they could meet Kimberly Roberts of Girls Aloud. I don't think he's going to branch out to Kimberleys yet. He's just doing just, uh, just, on just Kims. Just Kims just at the Kims, minute. Yeah. Okay. Um, but there, but there we go. There was an old Sheffield Wednesday player called Kim Olsen. Um, but I don't know what he's doing nowadays. Um, I don't think he really did very much at the time. Sheffield Wednesday. He's probably. Uh, I don't know what he's doing now. Probably. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know. But maybe Kim Olsen. We're not. Are any Wednesday sure. fans who might be listening? Exactly. Or, um, or Danish fans, because uh, he was Dane. He was a Danish fan. Um, some he's a Danish football player. So maybe if any Danes are listening, um, if you know of Kim Olsen, it's our World Cup if special. If he wants to appear on our podcast, please do. We could yep. maybe get him in touch with Donald Trump, who's looking for more Kims to meet. Yeah. So after he's done the one with us, he can go and speak to Donald Trump. Um, so what else have I seen? Um, I, this is the first podcast I think we've ever done where we're both wearing shorts. Is that right, Jim? Both very warm day this evening. It is. Um, no, is normally, we, obviously, we wear nothing, which is um, disappointing. Uh, Fisher, um, I'm just gonna. I'm, I'm okay just to announce a, a quick rule for our podcast, if that's okay. Yep, go on. Then. Um, if, if obviously um, we're, we're a fair podcast, we're a democracy. So just shout out if you don't agree with with any of the rules that I'm gonna just say. Um, as podcasters together in this uh, intimate space that we are in. Um, I will not um, get my camera while we are podcasting and try and take a photograph of Fisher's uh, betweens, um, yeah. up his shorts or whatever. So um, I will not do anything like that. Uh, I will not do any secret filming of him while he might be in the toilet or anything like that. Uh, no, still no objections? Why? I mean, I, I, I kind of object to some degree, but <laughs> I think you should be allowed to do it. Why? <laughs> and, and we are, of course, making reference to a Tory MP uh, whose name is... Mud. mud. Was it Mud? <laughs> no, his name is Mud now. Is it? Okay. Um, <laughs> after, after what he uh, objected to. Um, and there was a, a bill passing through Parliament. Um, and then, obviously, Bill said, what am I doing going through Parliament? Why don't we just send through this legislation instead? And the legislation in question was to prevent, or, or make it a crime, that you basically upskirt someone. So you get your mobile phone or camera, get it low down to the ground. Apparently, this is how it works. This is what someone was telling me anyway. And take a picture aiming up the skirt of a lady or a gentleman, maybe or up there, and, and try and take pictures of their private parts. Mean, and one Tory MP objected to it, meaning that it's not become legislation. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Um, but I mean, I know, only one person objected to it. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, I mean, for, God, for God's sake, just just put mirrors on your shoes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm I mean, joking, of course. I can't, I can't remember, I, I, I genuinely cannot remember the Tory MP's name, um, but I'm sure if you want to try and work out what he's up to now, he's probably at home deleting his web browsing history now. <laughs> well, to be fair, well, not to be fair, because there's no reason for objecting to, to a, a law that should be law like that. However, um, he makes a point of objecting to all of these laws, doesn't he? And his excuse was that it's his job or one of his jobs to make sure that laws are drafted properly and that there's no sort of loopholes in them and all that kind of thing. So that's why he said he was objecting when... I, I, I don't know if you... The, the people have sort of made a point of talking about some of the things that he objected to and uh, they're all pretty similarly... Not very good things to object to, really. You know about giving um, sort of police horses protection or dogs protection. Uh, you know, well, so, well, did, uh, were people trying to upskirt, upskirt the uh, police <laughs> horses? Because I mean, if you've seen some of them, that's a, a fair old thing you can take pictures of. Yeah, if there's a, if there's a horse in the skirt, it's yeah. worth taking a picture of because it's not something you see very often, is it? 
Um, so that's that's that anyway. So if there is anything you'd like to object to that uh, in this podcast for sure, just please do so. I will. Uh, there might be a part of the show you want to object to later, but um, I will say no. Yes, the, so. the, the MP in question is called Sir Christopher Chope. He's not in the uh, Companion Chope. of Honours list, is he? That, uh, the, the Companion of Honours list that you, were, you did last week for us. Uh, not as far as I'm aware, he's not, no. Um, I'd suspect he'll probably be removed if he was. Yeah. Um, and if the, yeah, because, you know, the, the Queen doesn't want upskirting, does she, so? Uh, no, no, she doesn't. <laughs> um, imagine, I, imagine that on the Queen's speech on Christmas Day. So what's his oh, name? Over the last year, I've been upskirted on a number of occasions by a Tory MP. It's a disgrace. <laughs> what, what's his name again, sorry? Uh, Sir Christopher Chope, I think is his okay. name, or, or Shop, I'm not too sure. C-H-O-P-E. Dirty Chris Chop, then. Dirty, something like that, yeah. Well, speaking of dirty, Dirty Den. Dirty Den. He's gone, hasn't he? Uh, speaking so, of the Queens and Queen Vic and all that. So we think. He well, may come back to life. Exactly. Well, say he come back to life, but he was actually uh, killed and buried under the Queen Vic for a while, weren't he? That was in the programme. Yep. Before that, he was shot, mm-hmm. and then he came back. But he's a, he's, a, he's an interesting character, isn't he, uh, in real life? Uh, well, I believe he's actually a convicted murderer, isn't he? Yeah, I, I don't know whether in, it was manslaughter or... I think, I think he committed a crime in Germany. Did he kill a taxi driver or something in Germany? I'm not sure whether that's right or not. Well, I said he can't sue me now anyway, so... Um, Did he put a towel on his sun lounger? Uh, it could have been, yes. But yeah, he was actually a, a convicted murderer. I think he only learnt to act while he was in prison and appeared in some of the prison, like, sort of theatre productions and stuff and then started acting full-time. And they said, oh, it's great, this it's great this fella, because he's like a real-life villain. <laughs> oh, yeah. isn't, isn't that fantastic? And that's basically what he always played throughout his, uh, his yeah. career, wasn't it? And in this in this new movie we've got coming up... Starring as a well-known upskirter, it's Sir Christopher Chope. <laughs> and I mean, if you were, if you remember that um, he he was also, I mean, he was a good actor. Let's let's face it, he, he had a very successful career with EastEnders and so on. There's only one thing we remember him for, Jimbo, isn't there? The webcam. The webcam. <laughs> he was pleasuring himself on the webcam while dressed as Captain Hook. It, well, it, we can only hope that he was pleasuring himself with a hand that didn't have the hook on it, I suppose, is a, is a key thing to remember. I, I like the freeze frame pictures of him uh, sucking his finger. You like them? Well, I don't like them. I think I found it funny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but and I think he also criticised some... I need to find a new webcam friend now. Yeah. <laughs> I think he also criticised some of his fellow cast members as well, which is why I was one of the reasons why he was sacked. Um, and I always think, though, with Leslie Grantham, did he ever actually go to Grantham? I'm not possibly. Because where whereabouts is Grantham? Is it near? It's uh, now you're asking me a serious question here, aren't you? And it's uh, it's Lincolnshire. I, I, was, think. I was thinking it might be near Lincoln. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of not far away from Peterborough. It's off, off the A1. He was also on. I think it's Lincolnshire. Do you remember Fort Bayard? I do remember Fort Bayard with Melinda Messenger. Yes. And Leslie, Leslie Grantham was the uh, sort of the fellow who ran around and presented, wasn't he? Well, he was kind of the, the bad guy, weren't he? Who just sort mm. of turned up and snarled. Sorry. The, yes. Yes. And there was, was tigers on. It was a lions, or was it tigers? It was something like that, weren't tigers, it? Tigers. Yeah. And used to say that they might get it, but no, nobody ever got it by Tigers or anything, as far I as I'm aware. It's very disappointing. That, I, that, was, that was the main bit of the programme I was waiting for. <laughs> instead, of, all you got was Leslie Grantham knocking one out on uh, on camera instead, <laughs> due, to, due to an editing error that they'd, uh, that they made. Uh, but yes, yeah, so like, I, I always imagine that, uh, I mean, I'm from Sheffield, so wouldn't it be amazing if there was someone who lived in Jordanthorpe called Jordanthorpe? Ooh. And, and other such places. So if you can think of anything where would an appropriate name, uh, given the place name, and someone called that, feel free to get in touch and give some suggestions. It could be. Um, next, then. Uh, the... Has has Alan Wicker ever gone to the Wicker in Sheffield? I, I, I'm not sure. Okay. He <laughs> did travel programmes. Do you think he actually travelled to the Wicker? It'd be quite a dull thing. Uh, I'm in Sheffield near some railway arches. Well, there is an actor called Jeremy Sheffield as well. But it's whether a, they yes, actually are from Sheffield, I don't think they are. But anyway, 
But if yeah, if you do know anybody, uh, are you a fisher by any chance? Do you like uh, fishing? I'm not a fisher, no. Okay. Are you a Wilmshurst? Apparently it's a type was, of hill. I was going to say, a Hurst, yes, yeah, it's a type of hill, I think, isn't it, sir? I think so. Yeah. I'm not really sure. Uh, anyway, moving on, did you know that there is a Bakewell pudding, or I don't this is what surprised most about this story, the, the fact that they called it a Bakewell pudding, we know full well. Bakewell tart. It's a Bakewell tart. Um, was lost in space. So a group, a, a school in Derbyshire, uh, I think they did this last year as well, um, using a, a balloon, um, uh, which was a sort of really strong balloon. There. Was it filled with helium that they got from Heineken? Uh, possibly. <laughs> um, they sent it up uh, to space and they were tracking it and everything. And it was all part of a charity thing, which I think they do for blind dogs and not blind dogs, but for guide dogs, yeah. for blind people. Um, that'd be that'd be really unfortunate, isn't it? I'm a blind <laughs> person. I've got a dog to try and help me out, and I'll, oh my! Not, oh, that dog's blind as well. My, now my now my, my my dog also needs another yeah. dog. <laughs> like some Russian dolls, just got smaller and smaller dogs to help out. Uh, but they they lost this Bakewell tart in space, so it, they blasted it off, and now they can't track where it's gone. And um, they did something similar last year. I don't know what it was that they sent up last year, but somebody found it on a beach in Skegness and got in touch with them. But I'm guessing this time it's just been lost and found somewhere, and somebody's just eaten it. Him and Holmes or something found it and just just ate it. <laughs> Scavenged it. Um, I think that'd be a bit disappointing, wouldn't it? But uh, right, we're gonna try and we're gonna try and fire this bike while tart into space. Oh, I'm really sorry. Only got to Skegness. <laughs> well, apparently it's, they reckon it's in space. It's somewhere in in space or somewhere in the I don't know in the atmosphere somewhere. Um, and yeah, th- there's a good little quote from the story actually. After a strong start during the uh, which the pudding reached an altitude, or we know it as tart, a tart reached an altitude of uh, sixteen thousand meters, which is fifty two and a half thousand feet. Oh, that's 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 higher than an aeroplane. That yeah, it? yeah, uh, and was known to be over Saxley B, near Lincoln. It became lost in space. So it's a bit like the, the start of a description of England's uh, World Cup, <laughs> quali- you know, in the qualifying in the sort of uh, yeah the World Cup first group stages. So so it just say you know, after a strong start, it seemed to. Uh, just go get lost and just and fizzle down, which is yeah, yeah. So burnt it, up in the atmosphere. So maybe I mean we were talking about the World Cup shortly, but very similar to that. Um, so if anyone does find a Bakewell tart or a Bakewell pudding, don't eat it. Yeah. Um, maybe we could get hold of it and hold it to ransom here on the podcast. Um, and then, but we, but any money we do make from it, we'll give it to the uh, give it to charity. Blind dogs. We'll buy some blind dogs. Yeah, and we'll, we'll do that and help people out who, uh, who are partially sighted. Uh, so I'm trying to think what else we've got. Uh, we've got uh, Lord Sugar. Oh, right, okay. Did you see Lord Sugar? Obviously, it is the World Cup. And uh, Lord Sugar decided to tweet a picture of the Senegal national team with some sunglasses in front of them. And he decided to make a joke about them being uh, lucky-lucky men who sell stuff on the beach in Marbella. Now, that's a, a very offensive, isn't it? Uh, not not from you, obviously. Lord, Lord Sugar's the one who tweeted that. Yes. Um, but he, he, the, the surprising thing about it is he didn't think it was offensive, did he? He thought it was funny. Um, and, which is and, a bit surprising. And in some ways, I, I kind of like Lord Sugar when he has a bit of a go at uh, people like Piers Morgan. But he's let himself down a bit there, hasn't he? He has, really. Um, and did he apologise for it? Mm, I'm not really convinced he did, to be honest. Uh, he said that he tried to do a funny tweet, and a few people interpreted it the wrong way. And some people thought it was offensive. But then I was just, frank, quite frankly, I didn't see that. I think it's funny, but I will take it down if people insist <laughs> on me removing it. Did he take it down in the end? He has taken it down, Good. Yes. Uh, yeah, good. Um, because... Absolutely everyone thought it was a racist tweet and insisted they took it down. On on that topic, though, um, and of those people who do sell sunglasses in places uh, like uh, sort of 
um, holiday resorts and so on. Yeah. Um, because we'll have all seen them before, and fair enough, they're just trying to make a living and so on. But when I last went away, um, I was about to go on a boat, a, 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 a booze cruisey sort of thing, where you go and watch the sun go down on a boat, and this was in Ibiza. And I forgot my uh, sunglasses, um, just as we were about to get on the boat, I realised I didn't have a sunglass. And obviously, when you're trying to watch a sunset, ideally, you want some sunglasses on. So I was the probably the only person in the resort actually trying to hunt down... <laughs> Uh, one of these gentlemen to buy some sunglasses, and I could not find one anywhere because it was a it, it was looking a little bit cloudy, like it could rip. But I wanted some sunglasses just in case it brightened up. And I must have been the only person. Uh, role reversal. I was actually pestering them to try and find <laughs> to get some sunglasses. We try to play them off against each other. You know, I want to be selling sunglasses for by you and trying to try and do that. <laughs> Perhaps- I should have done that. Yeah, perhaps they're all Lord Sugars just trying to pester him instead. Exactly. But this, uh, what I did like about the Senegal um, team, or not the, necessarily the team, but the fans, um, I saw a video today on Twitter um, that was shared, and it was after the Senegal match, the last Senegal match, that which they won, I think, didn't they? Won the uh, last match 2-1. Uh, beat Poland 2-1, one, 1-0. One, they've they come a long way over the years, haven't they, Senegal? They've, they've got a, a, a lot stronger team than they, they had originally when they first uh, qualified for the World Cup. Quite a few years ago now, 2006 or something, was it uh, like that? I think they won, the, they won the first game of the 2002 World Cup, beating the defending champions, uh, France. Yeah. Uh, El Hadj Jouf scored mm. uh, the winning goal, I believe, and then was signed by Liverpool. Well, and they've come he, a long way since then, haven't they? And then he went and spat on everyone. Uh, yes, <laughs> they have come a long way since, since then. Um, but the, the fans, after the match, were seen in the stadium and filmed in the stadium, cleaning up after themselves. Oh, right. So all the drinks, all their crisps, or... Picking up all the sunglasses all that the they sunglasses. dropped. All the sunglasses, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> all the key rings and stuff, yeah. Yeah, uh, def- all the, the Alan Sugar fan mail that they'll yeah. be sending shortly. No. Yeah. Um, but they were seen clearing all the stuff up, which I thought was very nice of them, and well, very very good and very very responsible of them. And it's a shame all football fans don't take that approach. Were they actually doing that, or they're just collecting it all up and sending it first class to Lord Sugar? <laughs> so yeah, send him loads of rubbish, yeah. yeah. Possibly, that could have been it. Like, like crappy old Amstrads, yeah. <laughs> uh, a couple of other things in the news. The NHS is 70. Is it? So, uh, into a care home now where it can't be afforded <laughs> to uh, be looked after. And his family's got to pay for it all, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So, the NHS is 70. I don't know when this is. I've just noticed there's been quite a bit of stuff about that recently. Obviously, it will be this year, but I'm not sure the exact bang on date that it turns 70. Um, but yeah, I thought it's just worth at least mentioning, giving that a shout out. The NHS is seventy. Yeah, it's one of the uh, great great things about British society, and uh, we applaud anyone who works for the NHS. And let's hope it continues. Mm. Um, but unfortunately, that might mean a few changes might be needed at the top, doesn't it? To yeah, not in the, within the NHS, but uh, within the actual um, government. Government. If, yeah. if we're hoping to keep anything alive for the NHS. Yeah. Or just to uh, just to, if you listen to this in a few years' time, uh, can you remember what the NHS was? That, that thing that we uh, privatised a few years ago wasn't wasn't it great? Can you remember that? Yeah. You know when you've got an ingrowing toenail now. Yeah. This is first when when you have to go and pay a thousand pounds to have it removed. Yeah. Well, back in the day, if that was causing you enough trouble, you'd have got that removed for free on the NHS. You would, yeah, yeah. Um, Fisher. Um, is sporting a large pair of breasts right now. Um, that's because oh. a few years ago he got them for free on the NHS. Yeah, they'll give you anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, and I'm just trying to get an upskirt shot. Well, no, I'm only joking for sure. Anyway, uh, uh, okay. So, and the, the, I think probably the last thing we've got in the news is Boris Becker. Remember Boris Becker? Yeah, we talked about him in, in previous podcasts, haven't we? Yeah, he's, we have he's, a couple of times. He's yeah. not doing so well on the on the money side of things, is he? No, he tried to. He lost his Wimbledon. He claimed he lost his Wimbledon trophy and therefore couldn't sell it. Um, and do you know what country he's from? Uh, I, I should know this. He, he's not. He's not Dutch, is he? He's not Dutch. Danish? Uh, not Danish. Uh, Norway? Uh, no. I'm getting close. Yes, uh, Sweden? No. Oh. He's not Scandinavian. German. He's German. There we go. Or is he? 
because <laughs> he has got diplomatic immunity from coming to the UK. Because, what does that mean? Uh, I don't know. It's just someone to oh, like, so take an official role. So he's been owed money. So, so we could technically... Before that, we could arrest him or something. Is that right? Potentially, yeah. Right, it, okay. I think we could arrest him if he came onto British soil. Is that because of the money situation? Because he owes money to people. And, Is uh, that the tax office? And... Yes, sort of. But he's now got diplomatic immunity mm-hmm. thanks to him taking a role with the government of the Central African Republic. <laughs> right, okay. He's some kind of sports ambassador for them and therefore has got diplomatic immunity if he comes to the UK. That's very clever of him. Yeah. Uh, he's also, apparently, allegedly going to be on the next Strictly Come Dancing. They've been after him for years, apparently, and now it's actually close <laughs> because he's needing some money. Um, now, it'll be funny if he does win it, gets the trophy, and then suddenly <laughs> it goes missing straight away. <laughs> that would be very good, the missing glitter ball. But, uh, but there we go. I think that's pretty much all, all there is for the new section. Um, so I think we're going to go on to our theme shortly. We are. So, um, as we said, our title of the podcast is our podcast is struggling in the group stages because it is the World Cup and we are very happy about it. How many games have you managed to watch so far? Uh, I think about three. About three. I, I watched England, I watched Germany and Brazil. Did you watch the Portugal game, the 3 3 uh, Portugal and Spain? I was out and I was sat in a pub that I got it on and I was having something to eat and I got my back to it. I so think I didn't see it. I could not believe how one player can take on another full 11 players on his own because technically that's what Cristiano Ronaldo did. He, he, I saw he scored a hat-trick and was the best player in the game. Well, he didn't. It, nobody else did anything. It was basically all him. Um, amazing. I saw that actually the day, this week coming up. It's uh, Messi's birthday. Is it? It's Messi's birthday on uh, Sunday. Is he thirty? He's thirty-one. Thirty-one. Next, oh, yeah. Right. Okay. So where are you on the old Messi and Ronaldo debate? Um, probably both better than I am. Um, <laughs> that's it. That's yeah. all you need to know. Same height as Messi. Same age as him. Not quite as good at football as he is. I think. I think that we should both appreciate their talent and they are two of the best players that have ever played the game. And they've been at the top of the game for about 10 years now. And that's great to see. Okay, well, we'll check with VAR. Um, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, what we what we thinking then, World Cup? How's it been, how's it been going for you? Happy with it? Uh, it's been all right so far. I was glad England won. Um, I think they'll probably win against, or they should win against Panama. We're bound to win the World Cup now, aren't we? Oh, should we've do, won yeah. one game. Gareth Southgate's that's all we need to do, isn't it? Gareth Southgate's doing a great job. He's managing the media, so that means he's going to win. And this is the first year there's not been an official England song, which might, you know, well, who those... knows, if we win without an official England song? Maybe they'll never do another one again, which will be well <laughs> worth it. But uh, I, I thought I would get together a little quiz for you, Jim. Go on, then. Because um, obviously the World Cup has gone back since the uh, first World Cup, 1930. So I thought, 11 players in the football team, I will ask 11 questions based on the World Cup from 1930, uh, getting right down for the next 11 World Cups to 1978 in Argentina. Obviously, I thought 11 would be a good number because 11 players in the football team. And also, when I was doing the research, uh, absolutely sad all happened in the 1982 World Cup in Spain. So, <laughs> I couldn't really think of a good question to ask on that one. So, um, I've got a question about each World Cup and kind of what was interesting and unusual about that one. And there's two options, so which one do you think's okay. right? So, uh, 1930 uh, in Uruguay. There were three stadia used in this tournament in Uruguay. The biggest one had a capacity of 90,000. What was the size of the smallest stadium? Was it 15,000 or 1,000? In Uruguay, in what year we're talking? 1930. Oh, it's a long time ago. A long time ago, but they could build stadiums that got 90,000 But, the, but Yeah, and, and because they had lots more standing, it was standing and, and time, basically yeah. could just have a stadium that was made out of grass and hills and yep. <laughs> mounds. So I don't think it could have possibly been as small as 1,000. Okay. I'm going to go... Would you say it was 15,000? 15,000 or 1,000. I think I'm going to go 15,000. And you are wrong. Oh. <laughs> 
So what were they playing in a shed or something? <laughs> sure, just a field where you could get people stood around it. Uh, yeah, only 1,000 people were... Uh, did they win that World Cup as well? Uh, they did win that World Cup, oh. um, which is actually going to form part of the next question. So yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> partly. Um, and... Uh, that stadium with 1,000 fans hosted two games. I don't think it's there anymore, but it is sort of listed as one of the most important 10 football stadiums in the world because obviously that was part of hosting the first ever World Cup. All right, okay, fair enough. Um, I suppose uh, the uh, MK Dons could play there week in, week out then, <laughs> couldn't they? They could do because that, that's as many fans as they've got, so that should be fine. <laughs> or Sheffield United, hey? What about that? What about that, hey? hey? Um, so, in 1934, the tournament was held in Italy. Uh, what was controversial about the tournament? Was it that it's alleged that Mussolini, the leader of Italy at the time, personally selected the referees for all the Italian games? Or is it alleged that Mussolini personally decided not to allow the defending champions Uruguay into the tournament? Interesting. Um, I'm going to say that he... I'm going to say that he selected the referees because I I can't see you being allowed to not let teams in. He wasn't a very nice person, Jimbo. He wasn't, but surely that somebody's got a bit of authority over which teams are in. But again, even so, like being able to select the referees is still quite a shocker, isn't it? So um, let's go with let's go with the referee one. I'm going to go with that. And you would be correct. Yes. Did they win the World Cup then? Italy, they did. Funnily enough, they did. Yes. <laughs> Um, so do you think it was genuine why they won it, or do you think they were helped along, well, along the way? No one, no one really knows. Um, that, but as I say, it was. It, it has been alleged, and it is sort of a common fact that uh, he apparently selected the referees for the Italian game. Uh, Uruguay didn't turn up at the tournament, by the way. All right. And the reason for not turning up at the tournament was because it was in protest that at the 1930 World Cup, not many European teams wanted to go and play in Uruguay because it was far away. So in protest, they said, well, we're not going to go and play in Italy. Fair enough. Because the European teams didn't turn up to our tournament, so we're not going to turn up to your tournament. Fair enough. So, uh, so I saw got... a story, actually, the other day, just on the World Cup, and about distance and flying and all that kind of thing, that uh, a Denmark player, um, his wife gave birth, and the, the players bought him, or got him a ticket, on a, or paid for a private jet for him to go back after Denmark's last game to go and see his baby daughter. All right. And then they've paid for him to come back as well. Which is quite nice. Couldn't his, couldn't his football association have done that for him? Possibly. Or sure they've got him a taxi instead to save money. He's yeah. had quite a long time from Russia. Uh, I would have thought so, yeah, to be fair. <laughs> but, but yeah, that's it. He is a professional footballer. He thought he'd like bump me short a few quid. Yeah. So surely he could have done it himself. Well, it depends but, who, yeah. who he plays for. If it's yeah. a big team or a little team. It's, you know, not all footballers who play for Denmark are premiership footballers or even of championship or whatever. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, 1938. Uh, tournament was held in France. What happened for the first time in that tournament? Was it that um, the first Asian team were in the tournament, and this was called the Dutch East Indies. Um, or was it that Hitler pulled out the German team out of the tournament the day before the first match because he refused to play in France, a country he felt that was inferior to Germany? Oh, OK, interesting. Um, I, I would have thought I might have heard the Hitler one before, if that was to be true. Um, but then again, I've also never heard of the Dutch... The Dutch East Indies. Dutch East Indies, either, as an actual national team. Or a country. Or a country. So this is quite a, a tough one to, to decide on. Um, so I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to go with the first one, because I thought I might have heard about the, the Hitler one. It just sounds something like he might want he might do that, but I, I, I've not heard that before. So, okay. so you think, first one. So you think the Dutch Indies. Dutch East Indies. Uh, you'd be correct. I'll be honest, I've never heard of the Dutch East Indies, but apparently it's now the country known as Indonesia. Okay. Uh, but that declared its independence, I think. About. Did Hitler like football? Uh, I don't know, because uh, he was... I think he used it as a propaganda thing. The reason I sort of put that in there is because Austria were meant to be in that tournament, 
But when Hitler invaded Austria, they decided not to put an Austrian team in there because obviously Austria in his mind didn't exist. Right, okay. And they were pulled out of the tournament. So you've got two out of three, which is, uh, which is good. Um, so 1950 in Brazil. What happened to the trophy that had been last won at the 1938 World Cup because they had eight years off because of the war? Uh, was it that the trophy got to Brazil having spent the Second World War hidden in, in a shoebox under a FIFA official's bed? Or was it that the trophy was forgotten by the previous winners Italy and had to be sent to the tournament at a later date? I mean, the opening ceremony didn't feature the trophy on display. Interesting. Um, <laughs> I would imagine that a FIFA official would be in charge of looking after the trophy rather than just a national, uh, you know, a national team. I well, suppose you would keep it for a while. After, yeah, but I, I suppose you would keep it for a while, but you might be expected to hand it in before the World Cup because of how important it is. But then you're saying it was forgotten about by a FIFA official who had it in a shoebox under his bed. Uh, well, that's why it was kept during the Second World War, to make sure it was safe. Oh, fair enough. Uh, let's go with the shoebox one, I think. Okay, and you would be correct. I'm sure nowadays, if you look in a shoebox under the bed of a FIFA official, you'll find something different to a football <laughs> trophy in there. You might, you might find a lot of money, you could say. But, uh, but there you go. Uh, so, in 1954 in Switzerland, what's happened in the 1954 um, World Cup? Was it that in getting past the first round, which in those days were only two games, the Hungarian team scored an impressive ten goals in their first two games in the qualifying in the in the first round, or was it that the original idea was to host a tournament in 1951, but it was pushed back to 1954? Interesting. Well, 51 wouldn't be a World Cup year because they only ha- they only happen on. On, well, num- on well, even well, numbers, don't they? Well, the last one was 1950 before that. So, should this tournament have taken place in 1951, it was delayed to 1954? Or was it the case that the Hungarian team scored 10 goals in their first two games in qualifying? I seem to think I remember something about Hung- Hungary having a, a good World Cup and scoring quite a few goals. Have they, they've not won the... They haven't won the World Cup. I think they're quite well around that time due to um, Frank Pushkas, is it? Okay. Um, it was a well-known player, played for... Um, like are they still a national team now as well, Hungary? Uh, yes, they, they are. Yeah. Not, it's not a team I've heard of very often. But um, well, that, that, <laughs> that, 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 if you've got issues with your own geographical so knowledge, then that's, uh, <laughs> I'm then just that's saying I've not, I've not heard them referenced or anything for a while. Well, still a and there's a lot of teams that don't exist anymore because they they changed, uh, you know, like Yugoslavia and all that. They don't exist anymore. Well, do they, they don't. So. But then that's created more teams, hasn't it? Because <laughs> Yugoslavia split up into like sort of nine countries. I so. don't know. I don't know. I'm not. This is not a geography lesson. Okay. This is the World Cup quiz. I'm going to go with Hungary, the Hungry one. Uh, you would be wrong. Serves me right for answering with my belly. Yeah. Um, the Hungarian team actually scored 17 goals in their first two games. They're not 10, 17. 17, wow. yes. Which is very impressive. Um, so you're right, they were a good team. Um, and the original idea was to host the tournament in 1951, but the 1950 tournament was meant to be held in 1949. But they pushed that back a year because they didn't think everyone was ready after the Second World it's War. It's a bit like our podcast, really, isn't so, it? <laughs> they just make it up as they go along. Yeah, we make it up as we go along, and then if we can't, if we haven't got time for it, we just don't do it. Yeah, uh, we'll push it back another four. So there's going to be a plan to, to hold the tournament every two years, and they said actually, no, we'll do it every four years. <laughs> do you remember episode? Was it episode ten? We pushed back four years. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember any of the episodes to be honest. <laughs> um, so 1958 in Sweden was this. The only occasion where all four home nations competed, so England, Wales, Scotland, Northern Ireland, or was that the last occasion to feature no home nations at all? What what year was that again? Sorry, nineteen fifty eight in Sweden. Okay, that so well known footballing country. No, I, I I think 
I don't, you know, I as much as Scotland rarely ever qualify for a World Cup, um, <laughs> I don't think, I think it must have been, it must have been, there must have been another occasion after that when none of the home nations competed in the World Cup. There was, there was probably in the late 80s, I think, a time when England didn't compete and I'm sure at that point none of the other home nations did either, I think. Okay. Possibly even in the 90s at some stage or maybe not. No, because we, we competed in 92, didn't we? And we competed in 98. Did, no, sorry, 94. We mm-hmm. competed in the World Cup and competed yep. in 98. Or did we not in 94? I can't remember actually. Mexico, weren't it 94? Was it USA, Mexico? It was USA. You're, you're, are you thinking of the uh, the, the, the 2026 World Cup, is it going to be, where it's going to be hosted in Mexico, <laughs> Canada and the USA? I'm already thinking we've not yeah. qualified. No, yeah. I, I think... I'll tell, I, you what, I'll tell you what, that World Cup, it's going to be very difficult, isn't it, if Donald Trump builds his wall and he can't <laughs> get between Mexico and the US. <laughs> Everyone just climbing over. Yeah. The drunk England fans having yeah. to scale the wall to try and get to the next match. So 1958 um, Sweden, was it the last one to feature all... No, uh, I, I think I think it was after that that uh, none of the home nations competed. So I'm going to go with the first one, and it's the last time that all of them okay. competed. And you'll be right. So, yeah, on, when they drew the 16 teams out, uh, there was a, a pot of seeds that were called the British Pot. Oh, right, okay. And that contained all the four <laughs> home nations, so they couldn't... <laughs> I wonder what the FIFA officials decided to do <laughs> after with the British pots. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> so the um, probably taking it to Canada. It could could well have done. Yes, um, they decided that um, in nineteen sorry nineteen ninety four World Cup in USA, none of the home nations competed in that at all. Was so that, that was sorry a, uh, in USA nineteen ninety four? That that was last time that no home nations. Ah, so, see, at last that's how I did get that right. Didn't yes. I? Oh. Uh, well, during the nineteen seventies. Uh, it wasn't that uncommon during the 70s for England not to appear in the World Cup. No. There were two World Cups that didn't appear in, but Scotland did. Yeah, because we won so. the World Cup and then we were terrible, weren't we? We won the World so Cup. So really, we don't want to win the World Cup. We, we, didn't, we didn't qualify for World Cup for a number of years, because in 1966, uh, we qualified as hosts. 1970, we qualified as... Winners. Winners. Oh yeah, kind of automatic qualified as winners. And then we didn't get to the next two World Cups. So really, they were terrible. They were terrible during we that period. They were a period. terrible team. We, so don't, we don't want to win it again. That's why, that's why we don't want to... We're purposely yeah. not going to win it, so we can qualify for the rest. Yes, please. And then, and then still be disappointed. Exactly. Um, oh, hang on. Oh yeah, sorry. I thought I just deleted my entire quiz then off my iPad. Um, so... Do a favour for the listeners, I think. <laughs> so, so uh, in 1962, in Chile, was... Put a jumper on then. <laughs> Was it, was was there a strike by the International Referees Federation, meaning that all the officials for the tournament were from Chile, or was there an earthquake, meaning that uh, a number of venues had to be removed from the schedule and they had to replan the tournament? Imagine if that happened here, like you know the referees went on strike and we had to get like you know you wouldn't notice, would you? Some of those referees are bloody rubbish. <laughs> We'd have to get like you know Bob from down the local to come and you know like you know you just get anyone's dad to come and referee yeah, yeah, yeah. and anyone hold the flags. Yeah. The subs are holding the flags. So on run life, like so the first so all the referees were from Chile because of a referee strike. Or the second one was there was an earthquake, meaning that some of the venues couldn't host games. They had to rejig the schedule. Well, I know that there's a lot of earthquakes in Chile, isn't there? They're, they're no for having a lot of earthquakes. Are they? Um, I think they are. I'm sure they are. I'm sure I've heard lots of uh, chilly people having earthquakes. Okay. But it'll keep them warm. Yeah. Uh, if they around. are chilly still. And, uh, let's go with the, the earthquake one. I'm going to go with my gut feeling. You'd be correct. There we go. Probably got it wrong. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure how many I've got wrong. Is it two that you've got wrong? Not sure. Doing, not doing, many. Quite, doing quite well so far. And uh, what are we on? So uh, we've had six questions, I think. This is the seventh um, in 1966, in England, won by England. That great moment. Complete the sequence. 1966, well, we don't know if the sequence is ever actually going to have anything added onto it, do we? 
Well, what happened in the 
and it was rejected because they'd already produced a logo. Okay, well, um, maybe we ought to have our own logo for this podcast and make a new one that uh, looks do, yeah. like something rude as well. I'd, I'd quite like that. It'd be quite enjoyable. Get a few com- comments on that. I, I, I want the, the answer here to be the first one because it's a very funny answer, if that's the case, but I think it might be something more political. Um, as politics have always been uh, one of those uh, interesting things in Argentina, and they've always had political. Well, as any country, has, I suppose we can't yeah. really talk, can we? But there's always been political unrest, I suppose. So I'm going to go with the one, uh, the political one. Uh, you'd be correct. Does that mean you made the other one up? I did make the other one up. <laughs> um, yes, the the logo that You're was not there... d- designing the logo for your uh, company anytime soon, are you? Uh, definitely not. Um, I, I suppose it reminded me of some of the comments that uh, came from the 2012 Olympics logo. Um, right, <laughs> but there we go. Uh, but yes, apparently the pose of the logo looked very similar to the signature pose of uh, of an ousted leader. I didn't want to change it, but couldn't. So, well done. Well done participating in that, Jimbo. Excellent. I probably did about all right there, but maybe 7 out of 11, was it? Something, Something like, like that. that, yeah. Oh, not so bad at all. So, very sorry that it went quiet there for a while while we uh, played our game show music. That's because I have been over to the refrigerator in my kitchen. Yes, we have our own refrigerator on the Wowers podcast. To go and collect some items for today's game of Sniff, Lick or Fondle, the World Cup special. And Fisher is sat across from me with his blindfold on. Can you see anything at all, Fisher? I cannot see anything. Uh, It's probably worth pointing out that I don't actually know where the microphone stand is at the moment. I am a bit disorganized. Sorry, uh, disorientated. So you can't even speak. I might not. It is, your, it, it, is, it, it is. is your eyes covered up, not your mouth, Fisher. It is, yes. Um, so the way Sniff, Lick or Fondle works then is I have some items on me and I am going to ask Fisher if he wants to sniff, lick or fondle the said item. Uh, he's not allowed to do all of those to each item, otherwise it'd be too easy. And basically I've got some items and they're all associated with different countries that are competing in the World Cup. All I want to know is which country they are associated with. Now, obviously, that's going to involve you <laughs> working out fondling, what sniffing or licking, telling me what you think it is, yeah. and then... Um, then and, working out the country. And then working out the country. Now, because I've got some interesting items here, um, what I'm going to do is ask... I'm going to ask you to decide whether you want to sniff, lick or fondle first, and I'll choose the most appropriate item, because I don't want you to lick anything... Um, or sniff anything or fondle anything that you shouldn't fondle, lick or sniff. Well, I'm going to make sure I choose the appropriate item. I hope Leslie Grantham's not here dressed as Captain <laughs> Up. So, what would you like to do first? It's up to you. Do you want to I'll, sniff, lick or fondle, Fisher? I'll ease myself in with a fondle, please. Okay, and it's going to need you to do some... Uh, sorry, you can hear me moving things about. It's going to need you to do some descriptive work for our listeners so they know okay. what you're feeling. So you'd like to go for a... I currently have got my hand held out, so I'm okay. waiting for Jimbo to put something so in there. you'd like to go for a fondle first, okay? So in yeah. that case, I'm going going to pass you um uh, can i just ask is there anything that you're gonna give me that's alive here uh, there's nothing that's alive okay. so if you reach out the other side of the microphone oh, right, okay, yeah, there enough. you go you can, there's some oh, items oh, there uh, oh, touch them keep holding them there you go uh, Hold, there's two items there but they go together quite well if you put them together one now, of them one of them feels like i should not be holding this <laughs> is all i can say well make sure you describe it uh it it feels like it does feel like leslie grantham is here um and it feels like... Leslie Grantham's a very lucky man. Yes. It feels like a cucumber. Uh, is it a cucumber? 
It is a cucumber. I'm sorry, I've just had to rush off because there was one item that I forgot. Okay, I've and got, the other one to get it. It one, is a cucumber, and the other one is. The other one feels like it's, and indeed, whilst I'm not allowed to smell, I can smell an oniony smell. So I think it's some spring onions. Okay, so you've got two things there. Yeah. Now this doesn't actually relate to a country. Oh, why have you given it to me? <laughs> Just so you can fondle it. Just so, I can, just so you can put a cucumber. Are you, take, are you taking a picture of this? No, you? no, I'm not taking a picture of it. Uh, we, 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 we agreed we wouldn't do this yeah. earlier. <laughs> um, I agreed not to take a photo of your cucumber. No, what we this refer? It does refer to a country, but it refers to a particular player for that country, and that will help you. Re- what it was, so, it was nicknamed the cucumber. No, what have you got together there? You've got a cucumber, and you've got some spring onions. You will. If I give you more things that go with those kind of things, like... I Salad? Ah, so you get in there. Okay, so can you think is of it, a... Is, can... it, is it Mo Salah? <laughs> yes, it is. So what's the country? Oh, Egypt. There you go. You've got one right. Congratulations. I can't give you cheers because I've got my paperwork in front right, of me. thank you very much. So you can pop, just pop them down. Here, pass them well, me. I don't out. know what the table is. I'll just give them a... Lean them across well, to me. What do you give Across me? to me. Well, I don't know who you are. It's like a brother of this. Just... just just uh, no, you, you're nowhere near across to the table. Oh, really? Look, I'm clicking so you can hear it. There you go. Right, thank you. So that one's done. Okay. So what, ne- what do you want to do next? Yeah, I, can't, I can't actually see anything here, Jimbo. <laughs> just to sniff. Stop what you're saying over here. Do you want to sniff, lick, or fondle next? Oh, I'll, I'll sniff, please. Yeah. You'll sniff. Okay. Hmm. What shall I go for? I'm going to go for this then. So I want you to lean across. Which way? Uh, to your right. Okay, that's it. And now come forward. Right forward. I'm going to have to lean over so the listeners might not be able to hear me for a second. Now I want you to sniff. Um, what's that smell like? That smells like corned beef. It's definitely not corned beef. Right, well, what is it? Do you have another go? <laughs> um, <laughs> you, you put that on my nose, then. I want to sniff <laughs> well, you got you got a slight fondle with your nose there, then. Yeah. So what are we thinking? I don't know what it is. Can you describe what you smelt? Yeah, it's like corned beef. It, it's not corned beef. It's from the wrong family of meat. All right, well, corn pork. No, it's from the corn wrong chicken. family of... No, no, no in here. Corn lamb. This is something that vegetarians might say that they eat. Corn, corn, it's corn. No, it's not, it's not corn. Vegetarians might say that they eat it, and in that case, they're generally not vegetarians. It's one of those things that fish? some... Tuna. Exactly, some vegetarians say, well, I'm vegetarian, but I eat fish. It's, it's, it's tuna, yes. Right, okay. So, have you got a country to go with that? Um, Tunisia. <laughs> Is that right? Yes, you got it right. God. Do you want to sniff, lick or fondle your next item? I'd rather do none (laughs) and take my blindfold off, please. But I don't really want to lick anything. But I suppose I should lick for the purposes of playing the game and being part of the fun. Okay, so you're going to lick. Um, So let's have a look then. Uh, You can lick this one. There you go. So just uh, lean across to to, to your left, the same way as before. And then lean forwards. I'm in the lick zone here. <laughs> That's horrible. It's not horrible. It is horrible. Oh, it's uh, dog food, is it? No, uh, it's not dog um, food. It's not dog food. Oh, it's it's a uh, is it a sour cream and onion Pringle? It's not is a it crisp. It's it's a crisp of some sort. Um, that was very strong. It is. Do you want to do you want to have a fondle of this as well? Uh, the texture I'll might try help. Try and get the shape of it. The texture might help. Other hand. That's it. Oh, it's a Dorito. Isn't it? What country are you going for? Doritos. Uh, oh, well, Mexico. Mexico, yay! Mexico, well, yeah, you got it right. There you go. So you can pass that one back. Yeah, Nacho, there you go. That's that there we go. There Thank is you. a player called Nacho, isn't there, who plays for Spain? Spain. There you go. Yeah. But it's, uh, yeah, it is Mexico, that one. Um, next, then, do you want to sniffle or fondle? Uh, I will I will fondle again, please. You will fondle, okay, so here you go. Do you ever ask if I've, do you have, are you concerned that I might have got allergic reactions to some of these stuff, by the way? Well, I'm going to ask before there's anything I'm worried about. Okay. Now that's quite cold. Describe it. 
it feels like an ice pack. Is it an ice pack? Could be. So 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 that'd be um, ice Pakistan. No, no. <laughs> um, I, I I presume therefore it must be Iceland. It is Iceland. Now you just thank God I've not passed your caricaturna to fondle, yeah. lick, or sniff. <laughs> oh, good God, yeah. Um, okay, so do you want to sniff, lick, or fondle? Uh, I will. I'll sniff on this. I'm not. I don't, I don't want to lick again. Sniff it. You don't. You're gonna have to lick again at some point. I'm not licking. You're gonna have to lick again. There's more licking to be done. So do you want to sniff, lick, or fondle? Yeah. But do you want normal white or the right? What are we doing? Lick, sniffing? Uh, sniffing, yeah. Okay. Uh, we are going to... Uh, this, uh, I'm going to try to give you nice ones to lick, by the way. Uh, we're going to sniff, then, I think. So, yeah, lean forwards. Well, yeah, we are sniffing, because that's what I said. Uh, yeah, lean forward, yeah. It's ham. Is it ham? It's a wafer-thin <laughs> ham, that, isn't it? It's, it's a type of ham. Uh, not going to sniff to get a bit more flavour. Smoked ham, so I'm going to say Bavarian ham. So is it... Um, Germany. It is Germany. Yes, it's uh, it's actually German salami. Okay. There you go. So that's Germany covered. Uh, next, then, do you want to sniff, lick, or fondle? You need to lick again soon, I'm afraid. Uh, well, I'll, I'll lick now then. Okay. So uh, let's give you this one then. Actually, this one is one for you to drink. So I'm just about to pass it. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready? No. No. Actually, no. No. I've changed. No. I've changed my mind. I've just checked the VAR system. At VAR, yep. and we shouldn't give you this one to drink. It could be dangerous. Right, okay. So we're not going to let you drink it. We they don't know what's in it. Um, we found substances on the uh, door handles and everything. So we're not going to give you this one to uh, to taste. On the door handles? What's that even mean? We're going to... Yeah, we, it's a dangerous substance, so right. we're not going to give you this one. Okay, is that right? Right. We'll skip that. Do you know what country it might have been? Is it, it going to be Russia? It is, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, we have got another one for you to lick, though. Is okay. that okay? Yeah. Uh, you can actually taste this one. This is safe enough to eat, and you can actually swallow. Yeah, but is it nice? Uh, yeah, I think I okay. think so. I think you'll be fine with this one. So, here, come across. You can you, you can hold... Oh, yeah, you can't hold it because you can't fondle. Yeah. So, are you ready? Have a bite of this. Um... Well, that's uh, it's chocolate, that, isn't it? So it's a chocolate, but there's also some more to it than just chocolate. Um, I don't know. Is it a Milky Way? Not a Milky Way. Um, oh, uh, oh, I know what it is. Go on. It's. Well, I was going to say it's a Turkish delight. No, because Turkey aren't even in the World Cup anyway. <laughs> no, he's stuck then. Uh, yeah, I am. I don't know what yeah, it is. Finish it. I don't know what it is. He's, he's now holding it, so he's getting a bonus fondle. <laughs> um. Which is what Jimmy Savile would say if he came back from the dead. I don't know. <laughs> I honestly don't know. I don't really like it that much either. Okay. You must do. You, have, you must have these Maybe before. Yeah, I must do. Maybe you have it for breakfast when you go abroad. Is it a croissant or a pan au chocolat? Ah, what are we talking then? Uh, France. France, there you go, yes. Is it pan au chocolat? It is a pan au chocolat, oh. so it's not so bad, is it? Uh, you've only got a couple more to go, so sniff, lick or fondle? Uh, I'm, I'm on fondle, I think, aren't I? Fondle. <laughs> Okay, uh, I'm trying. I'll give you something that's that's sort of safe. To- ah, I know what you can fondle. Let me just. Uh- I'm sorry. Is okay. that? Is that your tra- I hope that's not your belt landing on. The you floor. might even get a sniff here. There you go. I'm passing it over. So just be careful on the table. Uh, using your right hand. Yeah. Just there's a there's a jar in front of you. Coffee. I can smell coffee already. <laughs> so we don't even need you to touch it. So what could it be to do with coffee? Coffee. Now we're talking about a coffee brand that you've mentioned in your podcast at times before. You did a bit of a quiz between two famous coffee brands. Oh yeah. Um, so is it uh, is it Ken Columbia? No, it's not Ken Columbia. Um, is it? Uh, let me think. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of another coffee-related joke here. 
Is it Costa Rica? It is Costa, Costa Rica. Rica. There you go. Next, then, what do you want to do? You can do what you want now. You can keep fondling away, whatever you I'll want fond- to do. I'll fondle again. You're going to fondle I'm... again. Okay, I'll pass you this one now. Right hand. Yeah, that's... Uh... And if you want to... It's safe enough to have a little nibble on that if you is want that to. Is a sweet of some form? It's not a sweet, but it's safe enough to have a little nibble if you just want to get a little texture of it. Is it a nut? It is a nut of some sort. Is it a Brazil nut? It is a Brazil nut. There you go. You've got another one, right? We've identified Brazil. Pop it down for us just anywhere. How do you know I've not got, I've not got nut allergy? <laughs> well, I was going to ask you that. I forgot. Finally. I oh, si- thank you. And that's the last <laughs> podcast that we're doing. As special unfortunately, is going to an athletic shock and passed away. Finally, I suggest that you do uh, t- uh, you lick this one. You taste this one. It's safe enough to taste again. There's no, um, no well, risk. Can you put it it's in my clean. hand so I can at least? Yeah. So just put that to your mouth and taste it. Don't be worried. It's quite nice, actually, that one. Probably saved the best till last. Yes, it's a cake. It's cake. It's a type of cake. Um, it's a nice cake. That's what it is. It's France. <laughs> it's in France. No, it's a very nice cake. He's munching away. He's, this is a. This is a. The... I don't care about the podcast now. <laughs> it's not. Um, it's not Madeira cake. Is it Portugal? No, it's um, no Jamaica. Oh, Jamaica in World Cup. So not Jamaica cake either. <laughs> um, it tastes like a Victoria sponge cake. If you if if you if you delve into it a bit more, you might find there are some coins hidden in it. There's some money hidden in it. There's some. There's probably some. Um, yeah, offshore accounts hidden in that in the middle oh, of that a, kit. A Panama cake. No, it's not a Panama cake. <laughs> that is also good though. That would also work. Offshore accounts. Um, Braz- uh, what? what? You can that? go there and eat this before you commit euthanasia. Uh, Switzerland cake. Well, where, where do you live in Asia? Come on, you, Japan? you got that right. You got, you nearly got that right. Swiss, Switzerland. Why can't be Swiss? Swiss, uh, Swiss, oh, Swiss rolls. Swiss course, roll. Yeah. There you go. Mm. I bet that's been the most enjoyable one you've done today. And this is your last one. I'm going to give you. I did forget about Still this going. one. Jesus. You can fondle this. I don't suggest you lick or sniff this one. You won't get much from sniffing it unless it's not been cleaned correctly. Um, right. But I think by just fondling it, it's quite a heavy one. So. Oh, bloody hell! Okay, just just have a fondle, feel around, see what it is. It's big. It's a. Uh... Saucepan? So. Oh, saucepan Spain. No, Spain. Um, no. So, oh, sauce Panama. No, like that would also work, but it's not the one I had in mind. Saucepan. <laughs> uh, so, I'll fill it with uh, noodles or something in a second, if you like. Oh, well, Japan? China? Yes, Japan. Japan. Well done. Japan. Congratulations. Just oh, oh, sauce pan. Yes, yes there, you go. there you go. Congratulations, Fisher. You've done very well today. Okay, thank you. Confirmed that I cannot see anything at all. Can I take my blindfold off, Tim? Yeah, so you glad that I didn't make you taste the tuna? That was, <laughs> in general, probably once again a terrible feature. Uh, yeah. So we hope you enjoyed today's uh, podcast. I um, and if you didn't think that, um, you know, like we said at the start, our podcast is not going to make it through the group stages. It probably wouldn't, would it? We've already sort of uh, failed and disappointed. Um, one of the items I was going to pass you, I was going to pass you and say, this is going to taste really, really, really nice. But then it's probably just going to disappoint. And that would have been England, <laughs> England. of course. But yeah, it's, so it's, far, so good. All of a sudden, it's gone really sour very quickly. <laughs> um, so anyway, I hope that was, I uh, hope you enjoyed that. Uh, I hope you enjoyed our podcast. I hope you've enjoyed your beer today, Fisher. I have, yeah. I hope you enjoy the rest of the World Cup. Um, we might be back before the end of it, hopefully. Um, but if not, 
have a great couple of weeks and we will see you again next time. You can check us out on wasteofwebspace.co.uk. That's our little website. We've also got Twitter at Waste of Webspace. Um, if you want to have a look at that, please do check us out. Tweet us, let us know if there's anything you want mentioning or if you've got any uh, special versions of uh, Snifflick or Fondle that you'd like us to do, um, please make suggestions and where we can, we will try and do it as long as it's not rude. Yep, can I just say I've obviously taken my blindfold off now and this one for Costa Rica. It's not Costa Coffee at all, that's Nescafe. Well, we can't afford that on the podcast, can we? We're working on a shoestring budget here, Fisher. I've had to open that new as well. Oh, thank you very much. It's called Blend, though, to be fair, so... <laughs> Blend the original. So thank you very much for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. <laughs>